You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during Movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com. What's up, family? Thank you for tuning in to the Dream Nation podcast. My name is Casanova. I'll be your host, and I'm excited to be bringing to you entrepreneurs, thought leaders, and trailblazers from around the world. Stay locked in with us because we're about to go on a journey that will change your life. What's up, Dream Builder? We are back again, and in today's episode, we're talking to the famous, the myth, the legend, Miss Audrea Richmond. Audrey, you want to go ahead and say what's up to Dream Nation? Yes. Hello, Dream Nation. What's up? My name is Audrey Richmond, so I'm super excited to be here with you all today. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a fun combo. Look, now, for anybody who doesn't know, I would say that you probably, in 2021 especially, you've been living under a rock. But even in 2020, I mean, you bust out of the gates and it was like, yo, where has she been all my life? <laughs> If I'm yeah. trying to figure out how I can up my game, if I can just marketing, being authentically who you are, I think that's why so many people have attracted to you. And so we all see that now from the outside looking in, we see this Wonder Woman, the Superwoman. But tell us on the backside of that, who is that Lois Lane? Like who, okay. who is the Audrea Richmond? So, I mean, outside of the business stuff, I am a wife. I am a mother. I'm a sister. My daughter, auntie, all of those cool things. But at my core, I'm just a person who wanted a better life, wanted to, because mm. really, you know, when I was growing up, I wasn't really given like a playbook. You know, some people are fortunate enough to have parents who like go to school, go to this, da, da, da. My folks weren't like that. They were just like, if you graduated, you, you made it. That was like mm. the epitome of made it. So as far as I'm concerned, when I got out of high school, I really didn't know who I was a, a lot. I just knew that I wanted something different. You know how you in an environment, you don't know what you need. You just know you need something different. Thanks. So when I think about who I am, I think I've always been a person that's been like super ambitious around wanting to like hustle and make money. And I've always been naturally curious. So I guess you could say at my core, I am truly um, an entrepreneur at heart. <laughs> yeah. Now, when you were growing up, were your other friends, like when you were trying all these different things, did you feel like you were in an anomaly? Did you feel like your parents Absolutely. like, why you don't ever? Yeah. All my friends was like, why are you always doing this? You know, <laughs> people were like, why are you always trying to sell me something? Or why are you always trying to make some? And then it got to the point, you know how it is. People were like, okay, what's your hustle today? 
Tell me what you're selling me today. Like people begin to start looking for things, but then it's funny because, you know, when you first get started in business, it all starts as a hustle. You know, mm-hmm. we all want to like make money on the side outside of our nine to five. And it just like, it becomes that hustle. And then eventually I was like, no, I want to build a business. Like I want to build a legit business. And I think that it was me graduating from like this hustle mindset to like wanting to actually grow a business. So yeah, a lot of my peers thought I was crazy. They still think I'm crazy. But I think that when you are around people who haven't been taught to want more or want more, it can be very difficult to be in the same spaces with those types of people. A hundred percent. And that's funny because people say you change. It's like, yeah, what do you think? Yeah, of course. I would hope I'm not the same girl from last year or yesterday. Right. (laughs) If you're not growing, you dying. So talk to me though about how were you able to latch onto that? Because there's one thing, in my opinion, there's one thing to say, hey, I want more. But if your Mm -hmm. environment, one thing that I always say is you can't heal in the same environment that makes you sick, right? That was one Mm -hmm. thing that I learned and I was like, man, okay. And so when you try to get out of that environment, it's very Mm -hmm. tough because that's your comfort zone. So what were you able to latch onto that allowed you to say, nah, I don't got to keep reverting back like I can continue to go forward that's an amazing question I would definitely say at the time I was dating this guy in high school and uh, he introduced me to computers and at the Mm -hmm. time I didn't really we didn't have a home computer as a family this was like when the internet were first starting off and he introduced me to the computer and I think from there I became curious because I was like, you mean, to th- you mean to tell me this thing can play games? I can like chat with other people in other places. This is like Yahoo chat was popping, AOL chat. And like I can create my own username and then black back then Black Planet was popping. Like right. I could do all these different things. I could make me a cool MySpace page. So like when I wasn't working, I was thinking about using the computer. So I think that if he wouldn't have introduced me to the computer, I truly believe I would probably have a ton of kids by now. I think that I would be still working um, a nine to five. And because I didn't really have a lot of people around me who inspired me to be greater. It, mm. You know, it's it's always like normal to be like, okay, I work my job. Let's hang out. Let's go to the club. Let's drink. Let's go out to eat. And that's kind of like a, a, a repeating thing. And so when you meet someone who introduce you into something that you ain't never heard of or never seen, This is why I believe that experiences are so important in life. I think that, you know, when people say, I don't know what my passion is, or I don't know what my purpose is, I always want to know what kind of experiences have you had in life? Because if you've had a diverse array of experiences, it'll allow you to latch on and find things that typically wouldn't be in your scope because it's now being introduced to you. So for you, live experiences are totally different. And it's so funny that you bring it up because I had that nostalgia from when I first created my first username in AOL, right? You come (laughs) home, you aim, you, you, oh man, it was, and then yeah, the chat rooms was a whole different world because for a young kid being, you know, you're talking to people from all over the world and now it's obviously (laughs) only scaled out there. But once you start to go to conferences, once you start to meet people, that becomes a whole different thing, right? you're going and a lot of the times what i tell my friends is like when they like oh why are you going to this mastermind why are you going to this thing and they don't necessarily question why am i going but they already limit themselves to think they can't go so Mm. i'm trying to pitch them on listen you got to understand once you get to these conferences you're going to meet people in the hallways and that's where it grows so for you was there ever an experience or what was that first experience where you went to a conference and you really started to find your tribe and you were like, now I'm on to something. 
actually found my first tribe on Facebook mm. <laughs> before I went to a conference, before I got exposed to the online community, my first introduction to like online marketing or just being online period was watching YouTube. And then YouTube introduced me into like a membership site where you could pay a monthly fee. And in this group, people would talk about things that I didn't believe was true. They would say things like, I just made $10,000. I was like, man, get out of here. That ain't right. Who's doing that? Like, get out of here. Like, this is not real. Like, I used to think that a lot of stuff, like money claims were scams. Like, okay, whatever. And then I ended up joining a course. I don't want to talk about who the course is, but I ended up joining this expensive course. It was like $2,000. And when I got into the course, this was the first time that I seen on a global scale so many people making so much money. I did not feel like I was in the right place, but I knew I had made the right investment. And even though I was there, I was learning. I was sucking it all up. Like I was, I would literally be in that Facebook group 24 seven, reading everybody's story, reading what everyone was saying and really trying to figure out, okay, well, how am I going to take what I'm learning and make it apply to me? I'm just a girl from Memphis. You know, I'm just a girl who really don't know a lot of this stuff. A lot of this stuff is foreign to me. I'm just a graphic designer. I'm just a photographer. I'm just, you know, I'm this creative person. Can a creative person make this kind of money? Cause right. as far as I'm concerned, I'm, I'm getting $50 for photo shoots. You know, I'm getting $25 for flyers. So, you know, to go from that to, Oh, you can have thousands of dollars. You could be a six figure earner. I wouldn't even think about a million at that point. I'm just, I, I could just make money. Right. All of this was foreign to me. And I had to kind of shift and see, ask myself, is it possible? And even though people say it's possible, cause we hear this all the time. You can do it. You can make money. You can do this. You, you got it. You're amazing. You're brilliant. I don't care what nobody say until you're able to prove it for self. That's when it becomes real. Right. And when I began to uh, put myself out there in the first 60 days online, I made over $20,000. And at that point it was like, okay, what they talking about is real. Now let me dive in. Now let me make uh, more investment. Now let me go to the conferences because I'm convinced I'm in like, I, I believe it now. This, this got right, to be legit. Right. Yeah. And now everybody wants to know, first off, <laughs> what was the product coming yeah. from your experiences? What was the product that you sold? And yeah. also like, what did you do to create that income? Yeah. Did you instantly know about having an email list or? Yeah. So that's what I was ads? being taught in that course, like how to, how to create an email list. So this is what happened when I joined the course, I wanted to create uh, products. I wanted to be a course creator when I first okay. came online, but I didn't know what course to create first. So what I did was I pre-recorded a training on what I know. Like I said, I'm, I'm a professional graphic designer and photographer. So I only know the pretty stuff, the creative stuff. So I was like, I'm going to teach people how to build a premium brand, like really teach them how to get really good with their visuals. And so I created a like 16 minute training. I remember cause I wrote a script. I, I had to make it perfect. Cause I was like, I'm you have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow. <laughs> I could really use current. <laughs> I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech.
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. And everybody else got that. And right. I remember, funny story, I remember recording a video and this girl sent me a DM and she was like, are you reading a script? I was like, yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> of course, <laughs> read a script. She's like, you know, you could do better if you just had bullet points. And I'm just like, girl, the fact that this video is in the world is a blessing. Okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I recorded the video. It's a 16 minute video. And at the time I was using a tool called lead pages. Lead pages are still around, but back then they were the leading people with creating landing pages and things like that, that and MailChimp. So I connected the two. I recorded my video. I, I have a Mac computer. So I was using ScreenFlow, and I recorded, I put together a cute little presentation. I recorded it. I was so nervous. I still got the video. It's funny when I go back and listen to it now. But you gotta, I you recorded spin the that. video. That's a retro. Yeah, it's, look, it's, it's going down like, in the oh history God. books. I'm like, this is the video that put me off. So I recorded the video, created the slides, and I put it out there. And because I didn't know what the market wanted, like I didn't know what course to create, I mm -hmm. just used this as a training to be able to get on the phone with people. So I didn't know at the time I was building a funnel, by the way. So I created the presentation. I put the presentation on the landing page and at the conclusion of the training, I didn't sell anything. I just said, Hey, if you fill out this assessment, you can get a free call with me. That was it. That was the only ask. That's how I got my market research. And so people would take the call. They would fill out the assessment and go on the phone with me. And I had like 40, 50 appointments. So I'm talking to people all day, everywhere. I'm talking about people from Brazil, people from Singapore. I'm talking to people from all over the globe. Cause remember this group is global. Like it's all, it's people from all over the world. It wasn't just people in the United States. So, so you I'm use that group that you were a part of yes. to basically be your launch to the yes. community. Absolutely. Absolutely. And nobody in my hood or, or where I'm from wanted to know how to build a premium brand. They was like, girl, get out of here. You talk about nothing. So <laughs> I ended up, <laughs> So I ended up, you know, recording the video and I got on the phone and someone said on one of the calls, cause the calls were only like 15, 20 minutes. And she was like, Audria, you know, how do I work with you? Now, mind you, I ain't got no product. I, I ain't created nothing. So I was like, give me a minute. Give me about two days. I've just made up some stuff. I was like, okay, how much money I want to make? And I said, what would you give for that? So I was like, I want to make $5,000 or $10,000. Now at the time, you know, people call it high ticket now, but I've been doing that day one. Cause in my mind, I'm just like, I'm gonna get them everything I know in my brain. I'm gonna build a website. I'm gonna make all their social media graphics. I'm gonna do this and this and this and this and this. And I'm gonna have two packages. One where I show you how to do it. That's 5k or one where I do it for you. That's 10k. And mm. voila, I pitched it to her and I will never forget. She said, Oh, these are amazing prices. 
can I test this out for about three months? Man, I, I lost it because now I have something to sell. Now, so every everybody they're after that call. So when they when they ask me what you got, look, I got the five K package and the ten K <laughs> package, and people started to sign up for this package. And I think that at that moment, I realized that I could create money on demand. I could literally engineer things. Now, at the time, I don't even want to tell you what the offer was because it was. I would never do anything like that again for with that price point. <laughs> But I feel like I sold my soul, but it didn't feel like that back then because it was life changing. I had never made that much money. I had never had anyone tell me that my prices were great. Like it was just a whole different energy and a whole different space. And it allowed me to show up differently that I hadn't been able to do previously. So that was the thing that like really changed the game for me and like stratosphered me into where I am now. Wow. No. And I think that somebody else listening at this right now, they, they probably have that idea like, okay, what yeah. do I got? I'm a part of all of these different Facebook groups, right? Maybe I could reach out to one of the moderators and one of the owners of that group and be like, Hey, would you mind if I did a free training for somebody? Yeah. And at the bottom of it, I'm gonna create me a lead page or a click funnels page or whatever else it might be. So that's a nugget right there that somebody's going to come up off of this and they're going to be able to create 20,000, That strategy still work. <laughs> still works and that's what that's the crazy thing about it so yeah. many people in the in the online and the marketing world they think that it's got to be so complicated because no. just like you said you see these people with these really complex funnels and upsells downsells all these things that one thing that i learned and it was tough for me to really feel like it was true until i experienced it but the best just like what you said it still works you give one page and you have somebody book a call with you Simple. and then from there that's it. They're one-on-one. They feel like they're being acknowledged. They get their yeah. questions answered by you. And they're like, well, what do we got to do to keep this going? And you're like, oh, wow, let me get back to you tomorrow. <laughs> right? Right. Like, okay. What'd she say? What'd she say? Okay. I got a 5k package. I got a 10k package. Right. That's I- all I do. Yeah. <laughs> That's all you got. So at what point did you ever talk to me about where you then, because I know I've heard you say that like, you definitely believe in like coaching and mentorship mm-hmm. and you've been coaching what point did you get a coach i actually didn't hire a coach until 2019. Really? so i started online in 20 2013 14. that's when i brought my business online because i had already had a business i had my photography business um because i'm a professional photographer i had my graphic design business my husband and i had a juicing business and then we also had a magazine called Love New Art. Now, mind you, none of that stuff was profitable, by the way. And I, you know, <laughs> I had to quit those things to really figure out, like, what's the missing link? Like, these things are actually dope. Like, why are we still getting pink notices? Why I got all these hustles and I'm still broke? And mm. the common denominator was marketing. And that's kind of what, what brought me online is, like, learning all of these different tactics and strategies and really learning and mastering marketing. And so that's what got me to where I am now. But I got to a point where I felt like I needed a coach and I hired someone in 2019 and it was an okay experience. I wouldn't say it was the best, but I do really good in like group programs. I really like group coaching because you get the the mind share of everybody that's in the group, you know, different people, different background, different experiences. But at this point, if I had to hire a coach now, it would have to be somebody like Marcus Lemonis. Like, that's my guy, man. He's like my coach in my head. So I just watch Prof- all his, you know, watch all his shows. Like, that's far as coach. Like, I have yet to meet someone of his caliber that is diverse enough that knows about so many different business backgrounds. Like, 
have you ever watched a prophet like dude know about all the different industries i'm like how do he know this stuff and right. so i think that's so fascinating that he has such array of experiences in, in different industries so yeah no I, I would definitely, definitely agree. And for me, it was a struggle. I'll be honest. When I first started to look into coaching and not because I didn't want a coach, but it was just because mm -hmm. it felt like everybody who you needed, there was like such premium prices. And, yes. and that was a struggle because if you're not, if you come from a small town, and so I'm interested to hear your opinion on this, is because mm -hmm. you said like none of your people, you paid $2,000 for a course. How did you get yeah. your mindset to say, Actually, hey, I did I a payment $2,000 for this course? Yeah, so I did the payment plan, but okay. I was sacrificing, I'm, let me just say this. I'm so glad you asked that question. I was willing to be homeless for change. Mm. And most people aren't willing to sacrifice on that level, right? Like I literally did not have, it was three payments of 550. All I had was 550 or rent. Mind you, my car note was due. So I was technically taking my car note money, insurance money to pay for the first payment in this course. And mm -hmm. I got in like my life depended on it because it did. And literally the rest is history. So I think that when we talk about making big investments or significant investments, I always tell people it's hard to explain. Does it make sense? Like it's hard to tell somebody go hard, spend the money because there is a, a thing you have to do with the relationship with money. Cause everybody don't have a relationship with money, especially if you come from a place where you never had it or you've always had to give it away or you never had savings and things like that. So for me to go from never having savings, always being broke, could barely pay for bills to investing into this course, man, I had some faith. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? I had some faith and I was willing to risk it all. And so when I talk to people like today, it's so funny you asked me that because I got an email today and someone was like, why is your program so expensive? And they don't know I've spent over $300,000 on coaching and consulting. And so what I'm asking for is pennies. But right. at the same token, I have to realize they are where I used to be. And so I have to hold space and give grace and really kind of teach them like, okay, I can't really force you into that decision. It's kind of like, you got to know, like you got to know that now know. it's time for a change. And so for me at that time, I was tired of being broke. It was either make this investment and lose a little, because it's really not losing. At the time, I didn't really think about it as an investment. It was just like, man, I ain't got it. Let me just go and pay for it, see what happens. And it ended up being the best life decision ever. Like, I'm getting emotional thinking about it because I remember then we didn't have it. We legit right. didn't have it. Man. And so when you told your husband, like, mm -hmm. hey, I I'm going to make this investment. I think that this is going to help to propel us in the next three months. Like, mm -hmm. what was that conversation? Because obviously he supported you through it. Y'all yeah. started other businesses, but right. was he hesitant as well? Or was he no. a champion? Like, no, you got to go do it. No, my husband has all, I know, like, I know a lot of women, their husbands are not supportive, but like my husband was super supportive. He was like, hell, he pulled up a chair and was like, let's learn together. I think that oftentimes, especially sometimes when you're married, it's either one spouse want to make the change and the other one is like, what are you trying to do? <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. It's very rare that both parties come on board to make it happen. And so even though he didn't really understand it, he still supported me. You know, he was like, you need to go get this workbook printed. You need to go 
watch the video. You're going to stay up tonight and watch those videos. Okay, cool. I'm going to go to sleep. Like he really allowed for me to learn this new thing. Yeah. That's super, super dope. And that's why I was telling you about the daycare and I know all my tribe, they've heard about it, but you know, for me, I've always been just like you, that entrepreneur, mm -hmm. I'm hustling. I'm, I'm always just trying to figure out why not. But then my wife, right. she doesn't come from that at all. So when the opportunity for the daycare came about, I was just proud that she, I always say, don't get hyped for the moment and then start right. to backpedal. Mm -hmm. Right. And, and so she took it on. And so, man, it, it's so dope when you got that other half that you can get on board with you and they truly support you. Yeah. I'm, and they I'm don't proud, think I'm proud of him, proud of you. Yeah. So talk to me now, you have really been crushing it last 18 months. I mean, you're as hot as anybody in the content creation, marketing, business coaching world. Do you still sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Suffer from imposter syndrome? No, I don't think I ever have. And honestly, I didn't know what it was until last year when I Googled it. I'm like, what is this? Like, I, <laughs> I mean, a lot of people, even myself included, yeah. when you start to have I've that had type self doubt, of but I never thought of it like something was wrong with me. I've always looked at that as a natural thing. It's a natural, natural human thing to be scared, to be afraid, to not know. Like, to me, that's natural. That's not a problem. You know what I mean? It's just like, like if a tiger walked up in my room right now while we do this interview the natural response is ah! you know you know you know what i mean like i'm not gonna be like oh, oh be confident you got this no i'm hopping up out this chair and i'm about I'm to out. get up out of here so i just feel like let me just say this i don't think i've personally suffered from it based on what i've read but i also you know i've always been a risk taker i've always mm. been willing to bet it all and lose it all so it's hard for me to kind of understand. So, yeah. Got it. I want to tackle that last part that you just said, but the only reason why I asked that is you made a point and you said, you know, I've never thought something was wrong with me. And I don't think that when you talk about imposter syndrome, that people mm -hmm. think that just my opinion, I don't think that people think that something's wrong with them. I think more so I would associate imposter syndrome with uh, fear of success. 
right? Mm-hmm. Because a lot of the times people, like I remember I had Jack Canfield on the show and, uh, and I've had other big, big time people, but Jack Canfield really stood out and he was like, I still suffer with that every single day. He mm-hmm. sold over 500 million copies of a book. And he's like, I'm always still feeling like one day somebody's going to tap me on my shoulder and be like, the gig's up. Like you, I you think weren't that's, really. That's actually a good point. But I think that, I think this is one of the reasons why I have felt like that from time to time. But it, it has not been like a lingering thing, right? For instance, I just recently hired two employees, scared like nobody's business. And a lot of it had to do with if I hire these people, can I afford to keep them? Or will mm-hmm. is will I be removing them as quickly as I hired them? And so I don't really equate it to imposter syndrome. It's more so like you gotta do it. And you gotta let it let the chips fall where they fall. And so I feel like if it's your time to be up, your time is going to be up, whether you're super prepared, whether you're successful or not. And I just feel like if you like the four agreements, right, your best is your best. And if you do your best, you don't have to worry about other stuff. And so I think that's why I don't get so caught up in it. It's like, uh, okay, whatever. Let's keep it moving. You know, yes, I'm scared. Yes. I don't know if this thing going to happen. No, if I don't know if I'm going to pay you the next two years, but I'm going to do it anyway. So that's just, you know, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I love it. Now for you, how much of a systems person are you? Because a lot yeah. of the times what we find is content creators, a lot of people, and have you ever read the book rocket fuel? No, I haven't read that one though. Guys. So fire book for anybody that's listening. I, I definitely highly recommend it. I'm gonna but basically they talk about that. There's two types of people, right? There's visionaries and then there's integrators. Very few people are both for you. Which one would you consider yourself? <sighs> what was the first one? A visionary, mm-hmm. right? You see it all. And then there's the integrators. There's the people who make the trains run. Because the visionaries, I, I, they don't want to really do any of like, the implementing. I know this is going to sound crazy, but I feel like I'm both. And I think that's why I took so long to hire people. Because mm. I can come up with a vision and make it happen. Because I have so many skills. I know how to design. I know how to do web design. I know how to write copies, build funnels. I know how to run ads. Like, I literally know how to do a full-fledged marketing campaign by myself. With no support. So... Maybe I got to read the book, but it sounds like I might be a hybrid. <laughs> yeah. And, you, <laughs> so and he said. said, he says very few people, but I definitely think yeah. it's, it's yeah. Uh, right up there with E-Myth, you know, and, and a lot of other business books. So for anybody listening, and it's not too long of a read. So I would definitely encourage you to listen to it. I know you gave a strong recommendation. It wasn't even directly to me, but it was by Gia Jang, right? And it was recession proof. And yes. right when I saw that you put that on your story, or I think you were actually doing a live. It's rejection proof. Yeah, it's called rejection proof. Rejection and proof. What did I say? Recession proof? Yeah. <laughs> this pandemic. Pandemic got me going yeah. crazy. Right. Yeah. Rejection, rejection proof. proof. But I read it off of yeah. that, off of your recommendation. Yeah. I love that book. Like, hands down, that book allowed me to not take no so personal. And it mm. also allowed for me to not sit around and let an opportunity pass without giving myself a chance to go at it. Because honestly, I feel like online marketing real talk lead generation i feel like it makes us lazy that's Mm. just my own personal opinion because we have this notion that i'm gonna make money in my sleep let me build this thing and so we go all out we spend all the money on the copy we spend all the money on the design we spend the money on all the tools we put all the money into the facebook ads and then we go back and kick our hands up and chill out and be like man i can't wait till my checks start rolling in and then you realize your copy ain't right. Your graphics ain't good. Nobody wants what you got. And now you back to score. <laughs> so, 
It's just not a good We had people feeling. on the high. Now everybody came right back down. They like, oh. <laughs> so I just feel like it's this notion that content creation, I'm not going to have to do it. That used to be, that used to be my thought process. If I create this amazing funnel, I ain't got to go live. I don't have to be doing webinars because I already created the, the thing. I already created the funnel. Right. And the truth is, no, you got to feed the funnel. That ain't sleep. The funnel can't get fed while you sleep unless you're running ads. And most of the time people don't have money for ads or they don't have brand ambassadors or they don't have affiliates. So guess who's feeding the funnel? You feeding the funnel. <laughs> mm. Yeah. And that, that's something that's a big one too, because you, I've even had conversations with people that have been like, yo, I, and I've been one of those people too, like even for webinars, like obviously everybody knows that I'm not afraid of the camera, but I've never wanted to really do live webinars every week, even though some of my best buddies, they do Nehemiah Davis, Pat Flynn, like oh, you're always going live with them. But then you see people like Dan Henry or like Sam ovens and they never do live webinars. Right. <laughs> so you're like, well, how is their business doing a hundred K a month? And they yes. got no live webinars. Everything's right. automated. So that's right. interesting. One question that I wanted to have just going back one step is you talked about, you know, so many different things. And I think for a lot yeah. of people who watch, who listen to the show, they feel like that they are in a sense, a jack of all trades, because a mm -hmm. lot of the times there's a lot of things that they're exposed to that get them to come alive. Funnels, right. marketing, you know, right. business, the whole nine. So for you, are you somebody who you are a focus on one thing person, like no. one thing, narrow-minded, or are you like... No, we I'm a jack of all trades. I don't have no problem saying that. I don't see it as a negative thing. I am mm. that person on the opposite side that embraced the jack of all trades. Now, I do believe that you should focus on one project at a time. That I do believe in, but I don't think you have to limit yourself or niche yourself to a particular thing. So... I get a lot of slack for that. Like, no, I'm trying to get my people to focus. I'm like, it's not that your people can't focus. Let them be multi-passionate, but teach them how to project manage because that ain't nothing but project by project by project. That's all it is. A lot of ideas are just projects. Just organize them by order of importance or by highest profitability and just roll it out. That's why you will notice that like people will start off with one business, kill it crush it and then they go and the next thing you know they got a whole portfolio of brands because they've learned how to master running one it's just project management that's all it is so much value right there so much <laughs> i think somebody else listened to that now that you brought them down now they back up and they're like okay i, I can still be me there's a little bit of hope for me at the end of the day let's talk about before uh we get into kind of the fire rounds like if you could give a high level overview, because you do this every single day with unclone marketing, somebody comes to you, they have an idea, they have some experiences. Yeah. Is there a three-step, four-step high level overview of what someone should be doing to really even make their first thousand dollars online? Like yeah. okay, set up an email list, do this, do that. Is there anything like that in a condensed yeah. version? I'm going to give you two versions. Okay. D like I'm going to give y'all double fun. The first version is get money today formula okay literally all you need is something to sell and someone to sell it to and essentially what you need to do you can even go on facebook hey i am about to launch my brand new program it includes this 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 and this if this is something you're interested in let's hop on the phone most people don't want to be that direct they kind of want to nurture and move people into it but the truth of the matter is if someone see that and it identifies with them they're going to reach out to you and get on the phone with you right or if you want to ease yourself into it you could say hey if you're struggling with this and you're looking for support on this, send me a DM 
And then let the DM starts the cadence of you getting on the phone with them and then closing them into a coaching program. You can do that today. That's no funnel, no tech, no nothing. Now, if you like, I want to make a heap of money and I only want to do this one time, then webinars is going to be your jam. Webinars, live streams, or even a clubhouse. Have a really good topic, have really good conversation, present a really dope offer, and have a place for people to give you the money, preferably a checkout page. So you can use something like Samcart, Moonclerk. Most of these tools create allow you to create little landing pages. You got Thrivecart, like all of these cool tools. Throw your stuff in there, put your price in there, have a way to deliver what you promised, and then voila, go get your money. Now, obviously, that's like super, sounds right, super right, easy, right. but it is that easy. It, it is that simple. <laughs> it is. And I'm glad that you said that. That was one of the probably biggest eye openers for me. This is the first year I went to ClickFunnels, and it was uh, Stu McLaren. And he was mm -hmm. on stage and he had talked about that. Like, and, and I, and I seen his video afterwards cause he linked to it and he was like, if you want to know um, more about how this strategy works. And that was exactly what he said. Like, Hey, I'm thinking about doing this. Yes. And if yes. you struggle with this and this and this, I think that it can help you send me a DM. And he was like, there you remove, because if you like drop a comment below and then nobody don't drops do that a comment. Because you're going to embarrass yourself. You're going <laughs> to mess around and get no comments. And then you're going to think you're a failure. That's why I always tell people, you got an idea, just tell people to DM you. Because if you get 50 DMs, whoo, I dodge a bullet. But right. if, you know, <laughs> you get Yo, nothing. That's so true, though. That's where yeah. a lot of people, just like you said, you're going to embarrass yourself. But the best thing about it is if it doesn't work and then you do the DM, you can delete that post, come right back yeah. the next day, six <laughs> hours later, come right back. And you just got to yeah. get some different copy. Right? Exactly. He's like, okay, this copy didn't work. I got to exactly. come up with a different copy. Now DM me. <laughs> yes. And then they're like, oh, he got all of the programs. Right, like, like, oh, you got a whole other program. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because oh, people, that, so they get so many posts and, and stuff in their feed, they probably forget already. Like, oh, and then you got to allow for people, you know, for instance, when I do promotions, you got to send multiple emails. You got to send multiple text messages because people inundated. Think about it. My, my inbox, one I barely checked, it got like 200,000 emails. That's a lot of emails. And so if you're not being, you know, constantly responding to people and following up with them, you can get lost in the sauce, not, you know, being afraid to promote. Promote your stuff. Tell people where you at. Tell them how to give you money. Don't be afraid. I love it. I love it. And that's, that's where anybody who's followed you or who will follow you, they're going to see it all the time. I mean, unapologetically <laughs> uncloning the game. <laughs> right? That's super dope. Let me ask you for all the wisdom that you have now, and, and I'm sure you would say you're so much wiser than when you first started. We all are because every day we're growing or we're dying. So for you, if you could look at it, and I know a lot of the times people say they wouldn't change anything because it got them mm -hmm. to where they are today. Right. But if there was one thing that you wish that you could implement it sooner that mm -hmm. you knew that would have helped you accelerate your growth on your path, what would that one thing be? I would hire people. I would have quit. I would have graduated from the DIY mindset a lot faster. But people struggle like, with how yeah. did you know who to hire? I didn't. I just knew that I guess last year I feel like my business broke. I made the most money, but I also was broken as a person for us. Like when mm -hmm. I say broken, meaning more so like energy wise, capacity wise. Like I can't take on anymore. If I get one more opportunity, I'm gonna explode. And that's supposed to be a good thing, but it wasn't a good thing because not because I didn't have the system, but because I had a bad business model. 
right? Mm-hmm. I was doing all of these one-on-ones, which really could have been a group thing. I was just, it was just a bad business model. So if I had to, you know, I know you said one, but if it had to be two things, it would be my business model and hiring help a lot sooner. I think those were the two revolutionary things that happened for me this year that allowed me to feel the most calm, the most zen, the most freedom, because I now feel supported and held up and I can think and I'm not like, you know, trying to figure all everything out or do everything. So, yeah. No, I think that's solid. And that's another key point. I hope somebody picks that up because I've heard that from so many dope, dope people who I trust in life. And you just said it. It's uh, the one-on-one versus the group model, right? That yeah. one-on-one is very hard to scale. I remember the first person who ever put me on to this when it was Tiffany Aliche. Right, mm-hmm. budgetista, and she was like, "Yeah, I was doing everything one to one, and I just didn't understand that that one to many was way better." She was like, yeah. "I thought that this was the model," and so, and you've done that. I've seen that you did your unclone marketing accelerator, and you could have yeah. said, "Hey, I'm taking on five one on one clients," but I think you offer that to the group. Am I right? So, like the way my business model set up now is, I have my shop, which are for people who maybe can't afford to work with me one on one, and then I have my accelerator which are for people who are like ready to accelerate their results in like four weeks or less. And then I have my mastermind, which you can't even get into the mastermind unless you come through the accelerator. So that's mm-hmm. pretty much my business model, but the accelerator is group and the mastermind is group. There is no one-on-one. I eliminated one-on-one completely from my business model last year. So would you say somebody just starting out, if they're listening at this and, and they say, well, I got to get started somewhere. Are you going to say, hey, do a couple one-on-ones so then you can know and then move? I think, yeah, know. because you don't have an audience. I always tell people, like, it's hard to create a group program when you only got 10 followers. No, do the mm-hmm. one-on-one because it makes sense now. But as you get a bigger community, the quicker you can put four and five people in a group, go ahead and make the switch. <laughs> But when you first start out, absolutely, because there's a lot of data that you get from a one-on-one that you don't get in a group setting, Uh, mainly because people are being more intimate. They're going to be giving you more information. They feel more comfortable, and it allows you to know your avatar a lot more deeply and more intimately. Yeah, super, super solid advice. If you could have lunch or dinner with one person dead or alive, who would that one person be? But more importantly, if you had an opportunity to only ask them one question, what would it be? Man, that's like a double hard question. The first one is not too bad, but I like to get, because a lot of people have heard the first one, but when you (laughs) ask like that one question, what would that one question be? It would definitely be Marcus Lamonis. And the question I would ask him would be, how do you approach building a business? I would mm. want to know that. Like, how do you approach building a business? Because he's so diverse in his thinking and like how many businesses he want to take on and why he want to get in that industry. When you're in the camping industry, you know, you come out of the camping world. Why do you want a candy company? You know what I mean? Right. What's his thought process for like what he wants to put in his portfolio or be attached to? What's his reasoning for that? Yeah. I love it. Who, besides Marcus Lemonis, who is a content creator that inspires mm. you? I'm content creator. I watch a lot of YouTubers. I would definitely say E.T. The E.T. Hip hop. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just for the motivation piece or? No, just his whole approach to how he create content as a whole from events, his business model, um, his team. I'd like to watch content from people who have people that support them in a way where you know that they're like, obviously he's not posting everything, but you also don't feel far removed from his content. So mm-hmm. I really, really do love his content. I get excited um, about his content for sure because it yeah, motivates he- me 
And it makes me be like, you know what? I ain't got to do all this stuff by myself. Like you, you seeing boss moves from an entrepreneurship perspective, but you also being motivated. <laughs> right. Facts. Yeah. yeah. Facts. No, that is super dope. I'm a big fan of ET as well. I had an opportunity. I had Nikki on the show. Nikki Love obviously Nikki. is a part of his content team. Yeah. She's super dope. And she's dope with content too. Oh yeah. She, yeah. yeah. It was so dope about it is you and her, you found your own lane. So when you talk about unclone, like no one's putting out content the way that she is, but no, no one's putting absolutely. out content the way that you are. Right. And I think so. you have to allow for diversity because our brain is all about individuality. People always mm -hmm. say stuff like, I don't know how to stand out and stuff like that. And I always tell my clients, like you become the obvious choice when you stop trying to be like everybody else. And mm -hmm. it sounds like so cheesy and, oh, I heard that before, but are you really doing it? You know, because if you look at somebody post and, and as, soon, as soon as you see it, all you can think is, I'm about to create the same thing. You cloning. You are cloning. You got to unclone yourself. What would you create? What is something that's missing in the world that you would want to see? You know, that's how we mm -hmm. kind of get to the root of that. I love it. Innovation. Innovation is the key to success. If you can figure yes. out how to just make it a little bit better or add that <laughs> missing piece, which is your secret sauce, that's where you become the magician of what people say. It's so dope. And you know, the person that came to my mind was just like Steph Curry, right? And I don't yes. know why, but like, he just added something that the world, like we always knew shooters, but the way that he shoots the way, like now you got little kids, like my son, just, they worship it. And he brought shooting to a way another level. People was already oh, absolutely. shooting basketball. It's like, when I see him, honestly, no lie. Even if his team go lose, I always be like, they for the win. <laughs> Cause I know, <laughs> cause I know he know Man. how to shoot the threes. I'm like, y'all put him on there. Y'all it's, it's lights out for y'all. It's so even if they're going to lose, it's just this whole idea of knowing how great he is. Can you imagine? You know, one thing is, and I think it's going to be dope. One day I'm bringing them on the show for sure. But can you imagine bringing his mom on the show and just her getting into her feelings about how hype she gets? When you yes. see your son shooting like that, you, ah, I told you! <laughs> we make you everything! Yes, confidence on 5,000. Yes. Oh, yeah. She, she crazy. She get a couple drinks in her. She in the press box is going crazy. Yes. That, man, no, it's good. <laughs> this has been such a phenomenal conversation. I'm so honored that you came onto the show. Last question I got for you is for anyone who is super inspired, not only me, but super inspired by your journey, all the wisdom that you have, but they have that little voice in their head. And we all have it at times. And that little voice says that they're not strong enough they're not mm -hmm. smart enough or maybe they just don't have enough resources. Mm -hmm. What's the one final thing that you would leave that person with to just get them to take action? I would say start where you are. I think we're always trying to skip to 10 instead of just starting where we are. The process is the process. The journey is the journey. So enjoy it. You know, that's my had to learn early on. Cause people would say stuff like you should know this person. You should know this person. I said, look, if it's meant to happen, I promise you, God ain't gonna let me miss the opportunity. And mm. I continue my journey. And then every person I've ever wanted to work with, be a client or be on the stage with, we have crossed paths, we've exchanged phone numbers, and it wasn't even no pressure. It wasn't no like super fan, you know, like spammy type of thing. It was just them coming into my world and saying, you dope, we need to know each other. Right. Like hands down all the time, it's crazy. So that's why I just enjoy the journey. So, yeah. I love it. I love it. Super, super dope. Super insightful. For anybody who wants to stay connected with you, we're going to put all of the links in the show notes, but tell them personally, where can they find you at? Yeah, you can find me as Ardria Richmond across all social media platforms. 
and on social media, Instagram is my jam. So cool. Well, we're, like I said, we're going to make sure we put those links in there. I know for anybody who's looking to figure out how they can stand out from the crowd and they can make sure that they are, I don't even know, what do you call them? Unclonites? What do you call them? <laughs> we call what them you call tribe. Yeah, we call, we call them the uns or unclone tribe. Unclone tribe. Make sure that you stay up looking for the next accelerator. Make sure that you stay up looking for the next opportunity to be able to work with her because I've been such a fan of your brand and I'm sure many and more people will become that if they aren't already. So again, Dream Nation, just as you said, just start where you are because that dream that you have, if you don't take some type of action, it will only merely be a fantasy. That's all for this one. We'll catch you on the next one. Bye. If you've gotten anything out of this episode, do me a favor and head on over to iTunes if you have access and leave me a review. My whole goal is to make sure that I'm serving you all the right way. You're my tribe. You're who I care about. You're why I do this. So if you want to give me any type of thanks or if you want to let me know whatever your thoughts or your feelings are from this episode or any of the episode that you've listened to, leave me a rating or review. And also, if you're looking for more tips, strategies, and even resources when it comes to leveling up your real estate game, head on over to dreamnationacademy.com. We have a really cool real estate section there. And it's something that I wish that I would have had when I first got started in real estate. So that's dreamnationacademy.com. Don't wait. I'll see you on the other side. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.